Don't be so hard on yourself and don't expect perfectionism. It's okay that every image is not a masterpiece and you can't compare your beginning to somebody else's middle. Mm. And, you know, and I've also found, you know, shoot whatever makes you happy, learn and grow, but don't try to see the world through someone else. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made and God gave each of us our own creativity and vision. And I, you know, one of the big things that I've learned and I wish I could have told myself way back when is, you know, learn from the experts, but it's okay to break the rules. You know, oftentimes when we break the rules, that's when we learn the most and unleash some, some unfound creativity and end up creating some pretty amazing photographs. Welcome to the Art and Soul Show, where we dive into heart-opening chats on photography, business, life, and that messy in-between. I'm your host, Lisa DeJaso, a mom, a photographer, and entrepreneur, and I'll be sharing honest conversations and advice for photographers with insight on mindset, entrepreneurship, and creativity. The goal of this podcast is for you to be able to gain insights and strategies that will get you real results. Because let's face it, having a photography business can be lonely, but it doesn't have to be. This is a place you can go when you need a boost of encouragement, a kick in the pants, and inspiration to pick up your camera. This is the Art and Soul Show. You've probably seen those beautiful images on Instagram, children playing and images that evoke a certain nostalgia with rich and moody tones. I've been following Lindsay Shedd on Instagram for years. She's a mama to half a dozen amazing kiddos. She previously worked as a labor and delivery nurse prior to photography and really began to delve into photography after her third son was born. She loves all things photography and can't seem to learn enough. Her style is children's documentary and fine art. She's been published and has won numerous photography contests. She loves to tell a story through her work and through the eyes of her children. It's important to her to use color, composition, atmosphere, and the candidness of child play to convey a story to her viewer. And honestly, you guys, she is just the sweetest human, and I adored our conversation. Without further ado, here's Lindsay Shedd. Welcome, Lindsay. Thank you so much for having me here. It's such an honor. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you're passionate about. Uh, well, my name is Lindsay Shedd, and I have uh, six kiddos, and I am most passionate about Jesus, my family, and lots of coffee. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> They're all my lifelines, all three. I, I love it. So uh, how did you discover your love of photography, and especially how you're able to create a feeling and capture love and connection? Well, I've always been drawn to photography. Um, I was a living delivery nurse prior to photography. And then after my third son was born, um, I just felt like it was time to stop, slow down and be a mama to these kiddos. And so I really began to delve into photography all the time after my third son was born. And I wanted to capture the bond and the friendship that my boys share with each other. Because as we all know, time is fleeting and goes by so quickly. Yeah, that's amazing. I love that because I've been following, oh gosh, I've been following you for years and your images just evoke this feeling of like stopping time and nostalgia and it just, just makes you feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So it's one thing I just, I'm oh. always, I've always been so attracted to your work. It's so beautiful. You're so sweet. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> 
So do you take on clients? Because I feel a lot of the time there's a pressure to have to start a business versus just being an amazing photographer and educator. Did you ever feel this pressure? And how have you been able just to stay true on your own path? I absolutely have and did. I used to take on clients. I actually started a photography business with a girlfriend of mine a couple years after I quit nursing. We moved away from Florida and I now obviously have six kids and I do not have time to take (laughs) on clients. So I have really poured all of my energy and focus into learning as much as I possibly can and encouraging and teaching others along the way. There's so many things that I wish people would have told me when I was first starting out that, you know, I know now that if I can, you know, help encourage another photographer who's just starting out. It, it brings so much joy and that's, that's really where my passion and focus is. I love that because I think for me, I, I wish that someone had told me that I could just be an amazing photographer and an educator and I didn't actually have to run a business. Absolutely. Because it is, it's very uh, time consuming and um, I, I am a perfectionist, unfortunately, by nature, and I want to provide the absolute best that I can to every single client. And so, you know, that ends up taking many, many, many hours away from my family and kids. Yeah. I think that's really important because it shows that you really have your values aligned. And, you know, family, I'm sure, is one of your biggest values. Absolutely. So having to make that decision between, you know, running a business or extra time with your kids probably, you know, maybe felt a little hard at the time, but once you aligned it with your values, I bet it was just like, Oh, that's a no brainer. It really is. And then when I uh, was able just to put all of my focus into being the best photographer that I could be learning as much as I can, and then really capturing those moments with my children, it, I found it to be incredibly rewarding and fulfilling. I love, I love that because I think, you know, there, we get so stuck in our heads that we think there's just only one way to be a photographer and that you have to have a business and you have to, you know, be getting clients and you have to be earning an income from it with this way, but you've kind of shifted and really studied and created this own little niche where you're not serving clients per se, but you're serving your students. And I just think that's, that's so great. It's so wonderful. Oh, I I love it. You know, if I can help and encourage along the way and kind of help a light bulb go off and open some creativity in somebody else, then that is just brings so much joy to me. I I love love that. Love it. So can you share a little bit your thoughts on using movement, atmosphere, and connection to bring your stories to life and why these elements really need to work together to create that emotive storytelling imagery? Oh, this is one of my favorite topics. <laughs> I love it. All, <laughs> all of these elements play such a huge role in telling a story. Each element just really helps to bring your image to life and can convey such a deep sense of connection, tranquility, or emotion. For example, I have an image of my little boys walking in downtown Estes Park in Colorado, and they're just walking and talking and being themselves. And it was during a heavy snowfall in the quaint little part of downtown Estes Park. And their connection and their movement and the falling snow and the Christmas lights everywhere, it just really helped to convey their bond and friendship and Mm. all of the other elements like rain, snow, and fog, you know, it can really turn an ordinary image into an extraordinary photograph. Yeah. I love that. I love that. So what do you find has been your biggest inspiration or influence on your photography? 
Hands down, my kids. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Absolutely. There are so many incredible painters and artists that inspire me on the daily. Um, I particularly love Norman Walkwell and, you know, the Mm, classic Ansel Adams. But, you know, there are just so many incredible artists out there that I'm really inspired by. I love it. I recently went to a secondhand store and I found myself in the plate section, like the collector plates. Yes. And I was like, oh <laughs> my goodness, like all these art, like all these like illustrators and these artists that I hadn't heard from. And I was like taking pictures as frantic as possible. Um, Cause I was like, oh my gosh, I'm feeling so inspired. So do you have any unusual so places funny. where you find the, that little inspiration on your daily travels. It's, it's so funny that you say that my little guy, Luke, who is six years old, antiquing has kind of become our thing. So we frequent all of the antique shops and to find old, I've found old Norman Rockwell books that are just incredible. And now that I have a little girl, I found some vintage Raggedy Ann and Andy. And so it's just so neat to find these little vintage trinkets that Mm. just light up so much creativity and inspiration. Oh yes. Uh, Girl, I have sheds. I have multiple sheds full of antiques and my husband's like, seriously, you need to, you need to stop. (laughs) You need to stop. That is awesome. (laughs) I love it. I I love it. (laughs) I think it's so funny. I swear like the day after I die, (laughs) getting rid of all that stuff, people are going to be like, wow, this lady was nuts. (laughs) <laughs> no, it's just, it's so much fun. And it, it really does. It kind of unleashes some inspiration and creativity yeah. that you, you didn't even know was there. hundred percent. I love it. I love it. So you mentioned you are a busy mama of six. So you're a busy lady. So what advice do you have for getting it all done, making that time to learn and also scheduling that time to edit your own photos? that's that's a big one I am actually not sure that I get it all done and I I frequently have to give myself pep talks to and let myself know you know it's okay that you don't get it all done and I am an achiever by nature which Mm -hmm. is a blessing and a curse so I don't sleep until it's all done so I pull many late nighters and coffee and I are BFFs (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, I just get to the point where if my kids are not in the mood to take pictures, we don't take pictures. And yeah. I've really had to learn over the years to prioritize. And, you know, the best interests of my family and children are first and foremost. Yeah, I love that. Now, you have a very, like, you've got a really solid Instagram following. And it's beautiful to see this. Do, now, do you ever feel a pressure to be posting and sort of to feed the beast? Oh, my goodness, Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, you know, I am kind of analytical and I'm a learner. So I have studied the algorithms. I've studied the greats and, you know, the huge influencers and photographers and, you know, what makes them successful and how do you beat the algorithm? And I don't, I can't say that I've necessarily come up with a magical formula, but um, the more you post, the more you engage, the more you interact. And honestly, honesty or I'm sorry, humility is such a big part of that. And just really mm. interacting with your, your audience and 
just giving that positive feedback and encouragement to everybody across the board has yeah. uh, really helped. Well, it's one thing that I've really noticed about you because I do follow you on Instagram and a lot of the things that come up in my feed are things that you've liked. And I'm like, man, you just spread your glitter everywhere. I love it. Like you're, oh, you're so, so sweet. <laughs> you're so encouraging to other photographers and complimenting them on their work. And that's something that I really value. Like I think, wow, this lady just really cares. I really love it. Oh, you're so kind. I remember in my <laughs> early years, just starting out and you, you get someone that you admire so much and they, oh my gosh, they liked it. And they, yeah. oh my word, they even commented and it just, I don't know, we're all in the same playing field. We're at some point on the timeline in our ph photography journey, you know, somewhere in the beginning, middle and end. And we're, we're all the same and, you know, it's, it's just so nice to encourage each other. Yeah. I love that. So do you feel pressure to show up in stories as well as posting and what's your approach with that? I actually do. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, you know, the more you can connect with your audience and the more they can feel like they know you, so to speak, I just, I feel like they can get a better glimpse of who you are mm -hmm. and where you're really coming from. It can be kind of hard to convey who you, who the person behind the lens is just through photographs alone. So I'm working, I am truly an introvert by nature. So I'm <laughs> trying to get out of my comfort zone and put my face on the camera more and really speak to all of those sweet followers, followers who interact and engage with my work because I am truly so grateful and appreciative of every single one of them. Mm. And, you know, and that's one thing I really have noticed about you too over the years is your gratitude and that you really do have a solid gratitude practice. And from everything that I've worked with you, I'm just like, I'm always so impressed because you really just are, you are humble and you are grateful. And I just think that's just, I don't know, it, it comes across in your oh. work too. <laughs> that's so sweet. Thank you. <laughs> I, I, I try very hard. Cause I, you know, I've been there. I've been yep. in the, in the early days where you just feel like you can't get it right. And just a little, a little encouragement along the way goes a long way. <laughs> it sure does. Now, when you pull your images onto the computer after shooting, do you know where you're going to take an image or do you, does that kind of like just evolve? Um, as far as you know, culling and going through them, I feel like I've become fairly proficient at culling through and any image that just really speaks to me or conveys a sense of wonder or emotion, hands down, that's the one. Even if it's not technically perfect, um, if I feel like I can connect with my audience through a particular image, then that's definitely the one that I'm going to spend the next long while editing. Mm. I love that. I think I often get stuck with the technically perfect, as you said, and the emotion conveyed. And I, I get a little, I get, I stop myself and I'm like, Oh, but I can't show this. It's not technically perfect, but I'm like, but it makes me feel amazing. So I don't know what to do. <laughs> I am right there with you. I I'm such a, a nerd. I have researched, read, studied, mm -hmm. taken every workshop I can get my hands on. So I, I really work very hard to get perfection, like the, the perfect tones and all, all of yeah. the things technically perfect. And I'm right there. The, the struggle, the struggle is real. It really, it <laughs> really sure. is. Yes. <laughs> so when you edit, do you edit to music and what do you like to listen to? I do. I'm kind of a nerd. I love piano. <gasps> I'll hit uh, play, you know, classical or piano or praise and worship. And then if I'm like yeah. hours on the computer, I'll, 
put the oldie station on or some country or Lewis Capaldi. I'm just, I'm yeah. all over the place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause I always wonder because I, when I look at different pieces, I sometimes, this is going to sound nutty, but I sometimes feel like I can hear music when I look at an image and I'm yes. curious, and I'm curious that if, if what maybe the artist was listening to or what they were feeling is something that I'm hearing when I look at oh it, my which goodness. Like, sounds like totally bizarre. No, <laughs> hands down. Yes. Especially when I get into these like, you know, moody nature images yes. and I've got, you know, some kind of piano going. Absolutely. Mm. Yes. I, think I, I, would, I love that. I thought it was the only one. <laughs> no. And I always like, what I always think it'd be really neat just to, to sh share with the viewer like the music that you were inspired by or what you were listening to while you were editing. Cause I just think it'd be so, I don't know, just you have the opportunity to play it and then just absorb and, and look at it. Right. Great idea. I absolutely love that. Yes. <laughs> just super fun. We'll start it. Yes. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm in. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. So what has been your favorite image you've created and why? Well, I have this one image of my second son that I really, really love. And I, I don't know that it was super popular on Instagram, but he is my quiet introverted one. And he is sitting next to a, a pond playing his guitar and there's fog coming off of the pond because it was a really cold day and it was so peaceful. And for some reason, the tones just really came together The and the atmospheric elements really hit, helped to create such a peaceful and tranquil, tranquil mood. And I just, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love that. For me, yeah. it's, it's, I have a picture of my son underwater and I, it was probably about five years ago when I was really trying to figure out underwater photography and underwater photography editing. That's Cause awesome. that was just the tangent I was curious about at that time. So it is my favorite piece just because it's so unusual and so unlike all my other stuff. <laughs> I, I love that. I love it. And it just has special meaning and speaks to you. And mm. that's your child. You know, yeah. it, it means so much. <laughs> have you ever tried working with a fog machine? I have. And I, I have one. And to be honest, I'd need to get it out more. Yeah, I've done a few images with it. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I get so busy. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my photography on the home front is super quick when I have a window of time. And mm -hmm. so, yes, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I bought one, I bought one honestly probably four years ago and I just found it in my back room. I was like, oh my gosh, I forgot mm. I have this. So my goal is to pull it out and try to use it. Sometime it creates some week. amazing sun rays. It's, it's awesome. Yes. <laughs> you have to try it. It's so so what would be your dream location to shoot at? Okay. <laughs> this is going to sound really funny, but I really want to shoot on a farm <laughs> with a farm with lots of trees and animals. We don't have a lot of trees here in Colorado and mm -hmm. I'm just kids with chickens and trees and goats and llamas and horses. The possibilities are endless. And because we don't have a lot of trees, it's kind of hard to filter sunlight and get that really pretty bokeh. Yeah. And so I just think that would be an amazing spot. Mm, I love <laughs> that. Photograph. I love that. That's your homework. You got to find a farm. <laughs> yes. I keep trying to get my husband. Come on. Don't you want some cows and horses? And he, he hasn't bought in yet. <laughs> 
love this. Now, I know a lot of photographers, they really struggle to find their own visual voice. What advice do you have to help them discover their own? I would say shoot for you. Competition can be really fierce in this industry, and there is only one you. Capture the world through your eyes and your vision and do whatever it takes to not fall into the trap of comparison. Just about every artist I know has fallen prey to this comparison game, you know, at one time or another, but it's so important to remain true to your vision and style or else, you know, you can lose yourself and become lost in trying to see the world through someone else's eyes. Yeah. Happens very quickly and very easily. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. I really, I really have found, and then what I've really noticed with her students is when you find a photographer that you really like, they start to emulate a little bit. And, Absolutely. It, and it's not, and it's like, it's like a baby learning how to walk. Of course, that's what's going to, going to happen is because you see and you want to do and especially if you resonate with it. And that's actually part of the reason why we created the online retreat is sort of to create that quick antidote of having like 20 different amazing instructors with all varying different skills and everything oh, I love it. and different art. So it, it, you're able to be this like amazing mashup of everything that you're exposed to. And so you're just kind of shopping cart everything. Um, Absolutely. I love it. And then you can, you know, acquire different skill sets from so many different amazing artists and kind of, just like you said, put a ball into a pile and pull all your yeah. tools out of the bag. I love totally, it. Totally. Totally. You just become you soup. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I love it. Now you're actually teaching for the online family retreat for us this year. Now, can you share a little bit about what your presentation is about? My particular course is called Storytelling from the Heart. And it has been so much fun. And my goal in all of this is just to, you know, help photographers learn how to tell a story, um, how to create a composition that will make an extraordinary photograph and how to elicit genuine emotion and expression from young children. Because as we all know, <laughs> it can be challenging. They are, they're, they're very fast and very quick, but there are some tips and tricks in this course that can, you know, kind of get their focus off of the camera and into their own worlds and own imaginations. Super Love fun. That. Love it. Well, it's such a good presentation because I already watched it. And oh, thank you. Yeah, thank it's you. so, so good. So what do you wish you knew when you were starting out? I would say don't be so hard on yourself and don't expect perfectionism. It's okay that Every image is not a masterpiece and you can't compare your beginning to somebody else's middle. Mm. And, you know, and I've also found, you know, shoot, whatever makes you happy, learn and yeah. grow, but don't try to see the world through someone else. We are all fearfully and wonderfully made and God gave each of us our own creativity and vision. And I, you know, one of the big things that I've learned, and I wish I could have told myself way back when is, you know, learn from the experts, but it's okay to break the rules. You know, oftentimes when we break the rules, that's when we learn the most and unleash some, some unfound creativity and end up creating some pretty amazing photographs. Mm, I love that. Yeah. That's great advice. All <laughs> right. So we're going to do a speed round. Fun. <laughs> okay. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Awesome. Nikon or Canon? Nikon. Woo woo. <laughs> yes. I love it. Such a fierce competition. I know. <laughs> Prime or zoom lens? Prime. <laughs> Which lens? 
85 millimeter. Mm. First celebrity what? crush. Oh gosh, Matt Damon. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm aging myself. I love it. Dawn or dusk? Dawn. Mm. If you could travel back in time, what period would you go to? Oh goodness, probably the 50s. They're my Ooh. favorite. I love it. <laughs> Ooh, I love so it. much fun. Your favorite guilty pleasure? Um, coffee and pita chips. And I, I hide in a closet where there's no noise and the kids don't know. No, I'm there. <laughs> Place you most want to travel. Rome. Mm. Favorite junk food. French fries. Mm. Hands down. <laughs> Your favorite childhood TV show. Full House. Oh, I love it. Your favorite season. Fall. Mm, I knew that. Fall. I could yes. tell that based on like the colors of your images. I love it. Yes. Okay. Last Halloween costume. So we have so many kids now. We usually just do a big family night and eat lots of candy. So it's been quite a while. I would say probably an eighties costume. Ah. <laughs> All right. Cake, cake or pie? Cake. I love it. All right. I love to end my interviews with this last question. And it is, what are you currently artistically curious about? I would have to say street photography. I love it. And I I want to kind of delve into street photography when my kids get a little bit older and I have time, but I have always been to nighttime street photography. Um, I love it. Oh, that's awesome. So I think that would be so fun to kind of expand my horizons and delve into that genre of photography. Oh, so cool. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. Oh, what I love about Lindsay is she stayed true to her vision of what kind of photographer she wanted to be and how that fits in with her life. I know many of us feel pressure to be that six-figure photography business, but for many, that isn't the dream, too. There are many ways to be a photographer, and I really hope this episode resonated with you. If you might be feeling that pressure to conform to a specific one, you don't have to. I'm sending you so much of my light and love today and every day. We'll see you next time. If you love the idea of bringing more of you into your business and brand, but wondering how, take our free quiz at themilkyway.ca slash quiz. Thanks so much for listening and we'll see you next time.